0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Welcome everyone. The 12 months that have passed since the last Shabbos Haggadah have been from among the most difficult 12-month periods in recent history. Global pandemic. We all know people who lost loved ones. We're all mourning the loss of G'dayle Yisrael. Rev. David Feinstein, Zechat Levracha, Navamitska financial turmoil. It was a year of anxiety, many out of work, kids out of school. For many of us, it was a year of marar, a year of bitterness, 12 months that we would like them to, to be in the rearview mirror and just forget about. And yet as believing Jews, and as intelligent people, who understand that everything is the hand of a Baruch Hu, can we just forget about what transpired? Can we bury our heads in the sand and relegate it to a faded memory? How are we able to use the historic turmoil to develop ourselves as better Yidin, as better people? As much as we would like to run away from the bitterness of the last 12 months, Bura tells us in and Zion. Mishabura brings down an ancient custom in the name of the Shlach HaKadosh. It says, I see elevated people, gohebinah people, the night of the Seder, they kiss the matzah. Yeah, and that, I understand, I get that, people, we kiss our talis, we kiss our tefillin, people go to Eretz Yisrael, they get down on the floor, they kiss the land. The ha hamaravi, but then the Bura adds, V'hamara, that the minog is to kiss the Mara. The night of the Seder, we kiss the Mara. Kiss the Mara? Yes, because the night of the Seder, we don't run away from our challenges. The night of the Seder, we embrace them. There's an amazing phenomenon that we encounter the night of the Seder. While While all other nights of the year... We don't really do specific mitzvahs. When it comes to all other mitzvahs, we do it specifically in the daytime. Talmud is in the day. Tefillin is in the day. Hallel you're only allowed to do in the day. Dalad only during the day. Pesach is the only time of the year that we do the mitzvahs only during the nighttime. Halel that we usually say during the day on Pesach, we specifically say it at night. Why? The Pesach says in Tehillim Parakuf Lama Kayoim Yoyer. He lights up the night like the day. That the Revan has the capacity at times, He will light up the night like the day. When did the Revan do that? When did it happen? Says the Zayr HaKadosh, Leil Hiskades The holy night of Pesach, Hayom ira Li Yisroel Ben Mitzrayim HaShemesh, Illuminated for the Jewish people like the sun comes out. That is why even though the mitzvah is to relate the events of Yetzirah Mitzrayim, the night of the 15th, but what does the Apostlech say? Relate to your children on that day. Even though it's the night time, the Torah calls it the day, because it was literally like the day It was laila Kayom Yoir. That is why the Shlach says, we say laila Kayom Yoir, not laila Kayom Tair. That is why, says the Shlot, we say in the Haggadah, Ma'isab Rebbe Lezer, Reb Yeshua, Reb Lezban Ben-Azariah, Rebbe Ya'kiva, Rebbe Tarfayn, She'hoi misubim b'v'nei brak, v'hoi saprim, b'Yetzias Mitzrayim kol O'yisoy Halayla. Not O'yisoy Halayla. Because that night had the characteristic of the day. Says Shal Shichuvis, Yad Eliyahu. Milah is only kosher b'yoyim, and yet the night of Yetzias Mitzrayim, Klal Yisrael did milah, because that night had the halachic status of the day, to the extent that we're allowed to do mila. In fact, our Chaim HaKadosh says that part of the mitzvah of Sipra Yitzchitz Mitzrayim is to relate to our children about that amazing miracle that Hashem lit up the night like the day. So says the Chida, although we're supposed to be in Mitzrayim for 430 years, yet we were only in Mitzrayim 215 years. How do you calculate that? Because the Rebbe says you start the 215 years from the birth of Menashe and Ephrayim. So the is bothered. You know, this miracle of Layla Kayoim Yoyer, why did the Rebbein Shem make this miracle? <coughs> and the chidah answers, because we were supposed to be in Mitzrayim 430, but we were only there 215. Why? How did we do it in half time? The answer is, says the Chida, it's because the Rabbanish Shalalam punished the Mitzrim Midah Kenegin Midah. The Mitzrim made us work during the day and during the night. They turned our nights into days. So Midah Kenegin Midah, the Rabbanish dealt with the Mitzrim and he lit up the night like the day. But still, we have to dig a little deeper. My good friend in England, Rabbi Josh Morhaim, asked me, Rabbi Gladstein, you know, in the Sefer, you wrote about the miracle of Laila Kayom Yoyar, but why did the Ribbentrop do it? What's the deeper meaning? What's the message? What could we take out of this miracle? Hashem doesn't make miracles for nothing. So we would like to try to uncover the surface. What, what exactly was the message of Laila Kayam Ya'er? You know, as the introduction to Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, before the Ribbentrop articulates the Da'al Lashonis of Ge'ulah, the the Hitzalti, the Ga'alti, the Lakakhti, the criticizes and rebukes Maitre severely. He says in the very last Pesach of Shemois, You'll see what I'm going to do to Paroi. You're going to see what I do to Paroi. But you will not see what I do to the 31 kings of Canaan, because you're not entering Canaan. You questioned me. You were Maharar Acharet Midoisai. When you said to Paroi, that Hashem sent me to tell you that you have to let the Jews go. And Paru responded, No, nah, nah, from now on, not, you, you guys have too much time on your hands. From now on, instead of the same quota of bricks, now you have to gather the straw as well. And you came back to, to me, you said, Shalom, You gave me a job and it just exacerbated the issue, just made bigger problems. Hashem says, You're questioning me. You're not like Avram. I said to Avram, your future is Yitzchak. Yitzchak Karla Hazara." And I told him to bring him up as an oilah and he didn't question me. You Moshe, you're not going into Eretz he Rashi brings in the beginning of A'ira. The lesson of the Medrash: Chaval al da'abdin v'loimish Mishtakhin. Woe to those who are lost. As we I really miss the Avais. The Avais had their fair share of challenges, and then they they never questioned me. They're never Mahar achari midoysai. And you, Moshe, you say to me, Lama harei La la'ama hazal, Lama zeh shalach taina, Moshe Abeno. This is very difficult. What's the taina, Moshe Abeno? What did he do wrong? That he complained. That he questioned, and the Avais never complained, they never questioned? The situation of the Avais is not remotely similar at all to the situation of Maishu Rabbeinu. The Avais had personal challenges, and therefore they had no right to question HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And if this challenge was a personal challenge of Maishu Rabbeinu, Maishu Rabbeinu would have been makabal, me- li'suram but the Rebbeinu Sholem is not giving Moshe a personal challenge. This is Klal Yisrael, who are suffering intense, crushing bondage. They were being abused, crushed, progressively getting worse and worse. Moshe is the raya Mahemna Rosh, Moshe is the leader. How can a leader remain in silence while his people suffered? That's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted for Moshe. The Moshe to keep his mouth closed? Of course not. Hashem wants the Manik to fight for his people. As of Yaakov Naiman, Rashiva Petach Tikva, and Hasefer Darke Moser. Moshe Rabbein was obligated to speak up after the Ched Ho Ege when the Yoban says to, Kla, to Moshe, I'm going to destroy Klai so Moshe says, we don't find Moshe Rabbein was ever punished. Why now? And what does Hashem answer Moshe? What's the response? The opening Pasuk, Va'ira Va'yedaber Eloy Kim El Moshe, Ayoimer Elov Ani Hashem. And Eloy Kim said to Moshe, Ani Hashem. Forgive the analogy. But what does it mean Eloy Kim said to Moshe, Ani Hashem? That's like Levine said to Kohn, My name is Friedman. What's Yiban Hashem saying? I have a different name? And then Hashem tells Moshe, Oh, the Hoytseisi, the Itzalti, the Ga'alti, the Lakachti, four shyness of Ge'ulah. What's your bunch Hashem telling Moshe? Moshe had a simple question. Your bunch Hashem, you gave me a job. I did the job and it only made matters worse. And now they have to fulfill the quota of bricks and they have to gather their own, their own straw. Why did you give me the job? It just created bigger problems. So how's the bunch of them answering that question? I'm going to take them out. I'm going to take them out. gullah Moisha knows Hashem's going to take them out. The question is, the job was pointless. The job just made things worse. <clears throat> so Rabbi so we have four questions on Yitzis Mitzrayim. Number one, what is the deeper meaning of Laila Kayoim Yoir? Number two, what is the Ta'ina Moshe Rabbeinu for saying Lama Hare He's just defending His people. Number three, what's the meaning of the opening of Va'ira, the opening introduction to Yitzis Mitzrayim? Vayedaber Eloy Kim El Mo'ishe Vayoymer Elov Ani Hashem. And number four, what is Rabbi Shalom's response to Moshe's question that his going to Paray only made things worse? For this year's Shabbos Haggad I would like to speak about one of your favorite Seder dishes. I want to speak about the subject of Charoises. Charoises may not sound like the most important subject, but as the Maril writes, Marul says Dovar Af Dvarim Shenak Nothing should be light in your eyes, even if it seems something in the Seder is not very critical. Yaskil you should be careful, you should comprehend to fulfill Shain This is not an empty matter. And this could not be a more apt description of Kharoysa's, as it is so laden with meaning and significance. But let us begin with a remarkable <coughs> comment of the Rambam. The Rambam writes in Hilchos Chometzum Matza Paragzayin Halacha Ches. Says the Rambam, <coughs> an amazing Rambam, Umetavel Matza You should dip matzah in charoises and eat it. Yeah, you heard right. Shitasa <coughs> Rambam is that we dip matza in charoises. Well. To quote the great Rabbi Isaac Bernstein, he says, comes the Ravid. And as Shakespeare said, whenever you have a Rambam, the Ravid is not far behind. Zuck the Ravid, Omar Avram, Zeheva. The Ravid said this is nonsense. Who ever heard of such a thing to dip matzah in charoises? You ever hear of such, such a thing? Dip the matzah uh, in the charoises. But what exactly is the Torah's question? What exactly is the Raivet's question? So the tour cites the Sefer Hamaneg who clarifies the question on the Rambam. says the Sefer Hamaneg. He says, Matzah matza commemorates the freedom. atit. The commemorates the cement. Heich yishabru How do you mix one with the other? The Matzah is the freedom. The Charoiseh is the bondage. Never shall the twain meet. What is the meaning of the Shita Sarama? So I'd like to share with you the following approach to explain the Shita of the Rambam. You know, let's speak about the ingredients of charoset. Rabbi Wine records in his Haggadah on page twenty-eight. He says, while everyone in the family has a different responsibility in preparing for the Seder, my time-honored task is to prepare the charoset. The dip that is used in conjunction with the mara, and that is reminiscent in texture to the lime that our forefathers used in their construction work when they were slaves in Egypt. charoset is made of ingredients that in biblical texts are symbolic of the Jewish people. Apples, walnuts, dates, figs, almonds, wine, and cinnamon. Though the ingredients of charoset are well known to all, The exact formulation of those ingredients is what makes haroises really work. My recipe is so secret that I myself forget it from year to year. But somehow the haroises always turns out delicious, and after its ritual use with the bitter herbs, it becomes the spread of choice on the grandchildren's matzah during the seder meal. Yes, he says you could buy uh, haroises concentrate, but making your own is just not the... Is just far superior. So let's try to understand halachically what is the halachic basis for the ingredients and the method of making charoset. The Mishnah tells us in Sakh Madaf Kuf Then the opinion of Rabbi Lezer Tzadok, is a mitzvah. The Mishnah says the chachomim say it's not a mitzvah, but we follow Rabbi Sadoik that making charoset is a mitzvah. What's the mitzvah? Comes the Gemara and Daf Zayan my mitzvah, rab levi oimer, to remember the apples, that the Jewish women were not able to have children, they were going to be killed by the Egyptians, and they gave birth under the apple trees in relative comfort. Rabbi Yochanan Omar, zeicher Rabbi says to commemorate the cement. Amar Abaye, hilkoch le Smuche. Abaye says, therefore you need to make a tart, and you need to make it thick. You make it tart to remember the apples. You have to make it thick to remember the cement. The Gemara then adds a third dimension. Rabbi Yochanan says you have to add in teven, you have to add in tavlin, you have to add in spices, teven. You have to add in spices to commemorate the straw. So we have three dimensions of haroises. Number one, it has to be tart to remember the apples, it has to be thick to remember the cement, and it has to have spices to remember the straw that B'nai Yisrael had to collect. Comes toysus, and toysus is bothered. So what is haroises? Apples and spices? That's a salad. So why in halacha is dipping something in haroises? considered tibulay b'mashkeh, dipping it into a liquid. There's no liquid here. Says toysis in the name of Yushalmi, another aspect of Charoises, A fourth aspect, it has to be zecher ledam. So says toysis, the vinegar is to make it thick, and then when you bring it to the table, you mix wine or vinegar, and you make it lighter. So, so far we have four aspects of Charoises. Number one, it has to be tart to remember the apples, it has to be thick to remember the cement, it has to have spices to remember the straw, and it has to have wine to recall the blood comes the Ramah, or Chaim Sim Tafayim Gimel, and he codifies all the aspects of Charoises, and the Ramah adds a fifth aspect that adds many more ingredients to the Charoises. The Ramah quotes Toysus. Toysus brings the chuvas HaGoynim, of the chuvas of Farish, that you make Charoises from the Perois that Chal Yisrael are compared to, in She'ashirim. So we're compared to an apple, Tachas HaTapuach, or we're compared to a pomegranate, kifelach harimain. We're compared to a to figs, as it says hateino chanta fagea. By the way, unless you know how to check figs for bugs, don't recommend using them. We're compared to dates. Don't recommend using dates. You also have to know how to check dates for bugs. We're compared to nuts, alginas, egois, and finally says toisvis. We put in shkedim almonds. Why do we put in almonds? Because God hastened the redemption, He hastened the end. So we put in Shkidim to remember the expedition of the G'ula. Now, when it comes to the spices, the Ramah says, what spices should you use? Either Zangvil, which is ginger, or Kinamon, which is cinnamon. Interestingly, the Mishnah says, of katanun that the spices recall the, the straw because doichen they're not ground well it's hard to grind them and they're long and therefore they resemble the straw interestingly shartsiun brings from the maharil not to grind the spices at all this way they remain long and they resemble straw for this reason the stipler, in the Archas Rabbeinu, it's reported that he would not use his vegetable grinder to produce the haroises. Instead, he would use a meat grinder so it would have more of an appearance like straw. But Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky suggests that uh, perhaps even if you grind the uh, spices completely, nevertheless, perhaps it's not the length of the spices that makes it resemble straw, but rather the way it's mixed, it, it resembles cement. Now, very interesting, there are two ways of making charoises. Toises that we quoted, and Avrei Psochem says, that you make the charoises thick, uveshats achila, and when you come to Eden, makal shenoisei b'yayin uvechoimetz, you lighten it up with wine. And the Torah codifies this approach to halacha, the Torah brings the Yushalmi, some make it thick, some make it light, and Rabbi Yechiel says, they're both true, they it's thick, and it's light. In the beginning, you start off, you make it thick, and then when you come to mix in it, then you should add wine or the vinegar. So according to the Torah, and this is codified by the Shulchan and the Chayi that you bring it to the table thick and right before you dip the murrah in it, you pour the wine in. I don't think most people do that, but I do believe if you don't know what your minog is, that's what should be done. That is what is codified in the Pisgim. However, many people don't do this way. Rosh Kamnetsky doesn't do it this way. Rosh um, mixes the wine in immediately, and this is based on the terminology of the Rambam. The Rambam says, which indicates you mix the wine in it before you bring it to the table. Now, interestingly, when should you make the charoises? Says Mishnah, you "Of the Arav Arav why should you make it Erev Yomtif? So, Aren't you allowed to you do Aren't you are Kol melacha asura by yomtiv or melachas asan yomtiv chutz mi melachas oichal nefesh except for melacha which is needed for oichal nefesh hago viyeshmachmir and there are those who are machmir afilu ba oichal nefesh atzmai even for melacha needed for eating kol she enoy mafik tam klal masemir avyomtiv in other words if it doesn't diminish the taste of the food by using it avyomtiv you're allowed to um, you sh- you're supposed to do it Erev Yom you should not do it on Yom However, says the Ramah, if you didn't do it, didn't do it Erev Yom and you need to do it for Yom you're allowed to do it without a Shinoi. So there's a Yesh mirin that any time you could have done the Malacha of Eichel Nefesh before, and it would have come out just as good, so the Halacha is you're supposed to do it on, um, you're supposed to do it on Erev Yom Tov and you're only allowed to do it on Yom with a Shinoi. How do we paskin? Mishabur and Simet Sefkatan says we paskin like the Yesh Mirin, and this is something again that Mishabur says that won't be lost or or ruined if you do it the day before. However, says Mishabur, if one was an Oynis and he couldn't do it on Yamtif, you're allowed to do it on Yom Tif, even without a Shinoi. The Magen Avrom even says you could wait and do it on Yom Tif, and rely on the fact that you're allowed to do it with the Shinoi. Other Achrayim dispute that. Now, so th- therefore, it would come out it's best to make the Charoises Erev yomtiv. If you can make it on yomtiv, you have to do it with a Shinoi. This year, where Erev Pesach is Shabbos, there's more basis to be able to do, make the preparations on yomtiv itself. Let's hone in on one particular ingredient of Charoises. We mentioned Charoises reminds us of cement, Sachle Smuche. It reminds us of the straw, so we put in the tavlin. But there's one ingredient, however, that seems out of place. The shkedim, the almonds. Why do we put almonds in the cherois? Ushkedim al shame says Sheshakara <speaking in Hebrew> We put in shkedim because Hashem sped up the Gula. The cherois is to remember the bondage. The charosis is to remember the cement, to remember the intense labor. Why in the world would we put in an ingredient that symbolizes the geula, the shkedim, what they are doing, what are they doing in the charosis? They're completely out of place. The charosis is cement, why put in an ingredient that symbolizes the expedition of the geula? This is a question of Rabbi Rucham Olshan, he says... <laughs> Back to the Rambam and the Ravid. Why does the Rambam say we dip matzah and charisas? Enters the Adaras, Rebel Yahu, David Rabinowitz, to the, uh, this is cited in Mikroi Koidesh Rubsi Pesach Frank in Chelek Bay's page kufaimbez. Adaris was born in 1845, he was a prolific writer. He wrote more than 120 svarim, and at the young age of 31, he was the Rav in he became the Rav in he became the Rav in Panovich, he, Rav in Panovich. Uh, he remained the Rav for 20 years, but uh, they weren't paying enough, and he moved on from there to the city of Mir. And in 1901, Rav Shmoh Salant, who was the Zakein Hadar, he sent a word to Rav Chaim Oizer. He says, I feel my strength is ebbing. I uh, would like you to recommend somebody to come assist me and ultimately be a makam. The Adaris happened to be in Vilna at the time. And Rav Chaim Ozer recommended the Adaris for the job. And the Adaris uh, loved Eretz Yisrael, of of Nefesh, and he was very excited to be able to go to Eretz Yisrael. Unfortunately, his tenure in Eretz Yisrael did not last long. As he fell ill, and four years later, he passed on. The Adaras was the father-in-law of the first chief rabbi of Palestine, the Rav uh, Rav Cook. And <clears throat> I had this chus to be at uh, Adaras' kever on Harazvesim. Says the Adaras that we could explain the position of the Rambam to dip matzah in and the position of the ravid not to dip the matzah in the charoset based on another mahloika the rambam and the ravid and this time it's a philosophical mahloika the mitzrim were punished severely for their mistreatment of Yisrael. they were drowned in the sea they were tortured we took their money but why Ask the rambam hey. HaShem wrote in the Torah that the mitzvah will enslave us. It was decreed on the Egyptians to punish us. So why were they punished? By the way, this was the argument of Eichmann's attorney in the Eichmann trial, that the Nazis were just carrying out the divine plan. says the Rambam, it is because HaShem just said in general that there will be members of the nation of Egypt that enslave B'nei Yisrael, but he did not decree on any specific individual that they would cause any suffering to the Jewish people. V'chein <laughs> Mitzrim. likewise the Mitzrim, Kol <laughs> Each and every one of those who distressed and harmed Klal Yisrael, If they didn't want to harm us, they had the ability to not harm us. It was not decreed on any specific person. So the Rambam says that it was not decreed on any particular Egyptian to cause us distress. And the fact that any one of them got up and harmed us, that was uh, their personal decision. But says the Ravid, that's ridiculous. If the Yoban decrees that certain members of a nation should harm us, then whoever stands up and fulfills the tzivah of Hashem should be applauded and rewarded. Instead, the Ravid offers a different interpretation as to why the mitzvah were punished for seemingly faithfully fulfilling the command of Hashem. Says the Ravid, the Ravad Shalom said, aysam, that they should enslave us. But the mitzvah went overboard. They tortured us, B'farech. They killed us. They drowned us. As the Pasuk says, Ani ma'at That's why they were punished. Comes the Adares, and the Adaras asks, you know, why didn't the Rambam say like the Ravid? That because the mitzvah went overboard and enslaved us so intensely, that's why they were punished. Says the Aderes, the fact that they enslaved us so harshly was not to our detriment of Klai Just the opposite. It was a chesed. Because we were supposed to be in Mitzrayim 430 years. And why did we leave after 210? Because of the excessive shibud, because of the intensity of the labor. So the mitzvim did us a favor by going overboard, by enslaving us excessively. They facilitated our early exit. The rivet will have to say that we left early for other reasons. But according to the Rambam, the mitzvim cannot have been punished because they worked us excessively, because that was a big favor to us. Now, says the Adaris, we can answer the question on the Rambam. Why does the Rambam say that to dip the matzah in well, why would we do that? The matzah is the cheros. The charoises is the shibud. Says the Adaras, ader, the ramam holds. The charoises is the perfect complement to the matzah. As the shibud, the excessive shibud, is what contributed to the cheros. The Rambam is l'ashitasoi. That the excessive shibud was a chesed to Kla Yisrael. Says the Adaras, the emes U umatzah hakol echadhu. Al Yidei Hatit Viko Shia Shibud Yatsu l'fnei azman. says that there's the Rivad is also Lushitase. According to the Rivid, the excessive shibud is not why we left early. So says the Rivid, to dip the matzah in Cheroises zehevel. According to the Rambam, matzah and charises are the perfect combination. You know the well-known remez of the grah. This is like the first dratara I remember. What's the trap on vayimaru eschayem? Vayimaru eschayem. Kadmavi asla. What does kadmavi asla mean? To proceed and to go. It says the grah. The gematria of Kadma va'Azla is one hundred and ninety because it was because of Ayamaru Eschayayim, because the Mitzrayim embittered our lives we were Kadma va'Azla we advanced and we left early from Mitzrayim. Listen to Anoy de Yehuda, Netzlah <speaking> Am Sochim Davkuf Tezayin Am <Hebrew> Bez. Amar Rabban Gamliel Kol Shaloi Amar Shaloi Shadvarm Halalu Bes Pesach Layotza Yedei Chayvasai. Ask the Neidh Yehuda, what's this terminology, La yatsi Dei what does it mean, La yatsi Dei Chayvasa? Chazal don't say, La yatsi Dei Chazal say, La For example, the Gemara in Brachos, HaKoreh Hashama, V'la Yishmi'a L'Oznai, Loyatsa the Gemara says, Daav Tesvav says the night de Judah, we were supposed to be in Mitzrayim 400 years, how do we leave after only 210? Well, there are two approaches. One approach is, as we've been saying, the Koyish Yashibot, the intensity of the bondage. That, <coughs> that allowed us to do the extra time in a short amount of time. And the other way of looking at it is, well, we left early, and we have to make up the time, and that's the reason for the A'rich Sagolas. <coughs> says the He's going to prove that it was the koyshi ha it was the bitterness of the shibot that allowed us to leave early. Let's discuss the order. Pesach, matzah, umarar. It's out of order. The marar represents the bondage. The matzah is the cheros. So first came the marar, and then came the matzah. First came the bitterness, and then came the freedom. Why is it backward? It says the It Huda Adarabah. The marar is not the bitterness. The marar is not the gallus. The marar is the gaulah, because they embittered our lives. That's why we went out early, it says, That is what Rangamliel means. <coughs> if you don't understand the order of first matzah and then marar, that the morrow is part of the freedom, then you have not justified leaving Mitzrayim early. Get back into Mitzrayim. Not, have, not only have you not fulfilled the mitzvah, but you have not justified leaving Egypt. <coughs> so Hashem tells Moshe, go to Parai, tell them to let the Jews out, so Moshe goes to Paroi and Paroi says, now I'm not letting them out. Not only am I not letting them out, the quota of bricks remain the same and now they have to gather their own straw. So Moshe says, I don't understand. You tell me to go to Paroi and tell them to leave. And what does Paroi say? Paroi just makes, makes things worse. Lama hare oisa la'am haza. Says the Briskarov, now we understand clearly what the Rebun Shalom's response to Moshe Rabbeinu was. Rebun says to Moshe, Moishalah, you're making a mistake. It's not worse, it's better. Through the intense shibud, this is what's going to allow Kal Yisrael to leave early. The extra workload will expedite the Geula. Atosireh, now you'll see. It's not Midas Hadin, it's Midas Harachamim. Lochin emor levnei Yisrael, ani Hashem, v'hitzesi, v'hitzalti, v'gaalti, v'lakachti eschem. Says Rabbi Ruch Moshe, and now we can understand the comments of the Tshubbis HaGoynim, cited by Tosis and Aviv Sacham, That we put shkedim in the Charoises, because Hashem was We ask, why put an ingredient of Geula in the Charoises that represents the bondage, that represents the Shibur? Says Rabbi Ruch Moshin, it is precisely the bondage and the bitterness that sped up the geula and allowed us to leave early. Shkedim adds the perfect touch to the chareisus. Comes Rabbi Ruch Moshin and he adds, really the critical gem over here, the critical point. It's not only that the koyshi hashibud sped up the geula; it's much more than that. That result teaches, and it's rooted in the zayar. That the Bnei Yisroh were in a very low madrega, They're on the 49th level of tuma. Had they remained there a moment longer, they would have fallen to the point of no return. Why is it called the point of no return? Because there's no way out. There's no way to get out of the 50th level of tuma. In fact, the Zayar says, it says 50 times Yitzis Mitzrayim in the Chumash to teach that Hashem was moitziyot from the Memtes tuma. Says Rabbi Rucham, it's not just the Khosh expedited the Geula. If not for the Khosh Yashubud, there wouldn't have been a Geula. We would have been stuck there permanently. We would have been Hareya Anu, Mishubadim, hayinu And this adds even more understanding to the Shita of the Ramam that we dipped the Matzah in the Charoises. Not only did the Charoises expedite what the matzah represents. The haroises made the chiros possible. If not for the haroises, there wouldn't have been a gula. So Maisha comes and he says, I came to Paro and you only made matters worse. And Hashem says, no sha, you're going to see. The haitzesi, the increased shibud, is not only good, because it will speed up the process of Geulah, the increased bondage has made the Geulah possible. But what was the Taina Moshe? He was just defending Kalal Yisrael. He was sticking up for us. What was Moshe? What was wrong with what Moshe was doing? And herein lies one of the most fundamental principles of Yitzhi, Yitzhi Mitzrayim. One of the most important messages of the Haggadah and one of the most important tenets of Emunah and life in general. Moshe can fight for us. Moshe can defend us. Moshe could say, Lama yech Abcha bi'amecha. But Moshe cannot say, Lama Hare Why did you do bad? Because there's no ra that emanates from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because koman da'avid rachmona Avid. Moshe could fight the gzera. Moshe could be mevatel gzera. Moshe could say, say, Loma Yechere, but not Loma Hare Oisa, that Hashem did Ra. That's being mahara Midosov, Mipi Elion Loy Sate Harois. Every morning and night, we're Makabel the Omachos Shamayim, and we declare Shema Yisrael Hashem Eloikainu. Hashem Echad. What's the message of the Shema? And I've heard this many times, but I was searching and searching. What is the Makar of such an idea? And actually, it comes from the Noida De'Bihudah, Am and and The Makar is Shema Yisrael. The Neu says, Shema Yisrael. Hear. Integrate. Understand, Kalah Yisrael. Hashem. What seems like me, this harachamim. Kanu, what seems like midas hadin, there are good times in life, there are bad times in life, there are ups and their are downs. It's all midas harachamim, it's all Hashem achar. it's all the shem havaya. Hashem does not meet out ra, He does not meet out din, only chesed harachamim. Says the dark game musr. Moshe Rabbeinu could fight for us, he could advocate, he could besiege, he cannot say Lama Hare and therefore says the Goin. The Rebunisham begins his criticism of Moshe with the opening of Va'ira, Va'yedaber Eloy Kim, El Moshe, Va'yoymer Elav Ani Hashem. Moshe, you see me as Eloy Kim, you see that you went to Paroi, and you see, it seems like it made things worse. You think Amida sadin, Moshe... You've got the wrong God. Ani Hashem. Vayoymer, Elov, Ani Hashem. It's all the Midas, Harachamim. It's always, Rachamim G'doilim. Says the Sefer, Ch'in Toiv. Parsha's Va'ira. Ani Hashem, Lo'yishonisi. I am the Shem Havaya, Midas Harachamim. And I never change. I'm never anything but that. Gemara, brachas Tav Samach, rugal adam Adem, Kalma, De'avid, Rachmana, L'tav Aved. A person should always be accustomed to saying, whatever the Rav does is for the best. Why should you train yourself to say that? Says the Gra, because it is. Because everything Hashem does is only Taiva Chesed. The intense shibud allowed them to leave earlier. The intense shibud allowed them to leave, period. When do you think was the lowest moment in the life of Yosef Sadek. When the Shvatim perhaps grabbed Yosef, they ripped off his clothing, and they threw him in the pit. Yosef being assaulted, kidnapped, sold, separated from his father, from Eretz Yisroel. It seems like Ra, doesn't it? But listen to his Emes, a remarkable Sfas Emes. Parsha Vayeshev, Yosef was faced with one of the biggest challenges anyone was ever faced with. Eishas poetifera, a beautiful woman. She was tempting him. She's seducing him. No one would ever know. He's far away from his family, from Klal Yisrael. She grabbed his clothing and chazal used very descriptive language. His passions were flaring. He was about to commit the Myssa, but Yosef Atzadik mustered the inner strength, Vayonas Hachutzah and he ran out. Says the Sasemas, where did Yosef get the inner strength from to overcome such a formidable temptation? Says the Sasemas, Vayav Shitu As As when the brothers ripped off Yosef's garment. Yosef had to face the indignity of having his garments ripped off and the abuse, and he was mekablet bi'ava. He developed the ability to do the ratzen of Hashem ad kedey kach, that his clothing were torn. It seemed like a hardship. It seemed like lama harayosa. But the Rebbeinu was grooming him to be able to pass the test of Eishes Poitifera when Vatis beseyu Bevigday. But let's add a remarkable point: Chazal teach us when Bnei Yisrael went to the Yam, the Yam didn't want to split. That is Hayom Ra. That is until Hayom Rav The sea saw and it split. What did the sea see? Arunishayos. What about I It says the Alku The sea saw the sea saw Yosef fled when she held his clothing. So the sea said, Yosef's whole world is crashing down. Why is he being thrown in a pit? Why is his clothing being torn off? But the Yosef says, This is not Ra, Yosef, I'm grooming you to overcome one of the greatest challenges in history. Why is Yosef being tempted? Why does he have to face so, such a difficult challenge? But in hindsight, we see that the Yoban was giving Yosef the opportunity to garner one of the most important zechusim in our history, so that at the critical moment of Jewish history, when Kal Yisrael are standing at the Yam, in between them, a rock and a hard place, Kal Yisrael able to tap into the eternal merit of Yosef HaTzadik. What looks like Ra is sometimes the ultimate Toiv. Yaakov tells his kids, Lama why did you tell the king I have a younger kid now? He's going to want to bring him down to Mitzrayim. And the Rebbe Sham says, he has a Ta'ina on Yaakov. Why do you say to the Shvatim, Lama as if they are doing bad to you? Don't you realize I'm orchestrating that Yosef should be the Melech and that all of you should come down to Mitzrayim so that you could ultimately get out? I don't do bad. Shema Yisrael, Herzachayn Hashem, what? Sometimes it looks like midas harachamim. Elokeinu. Sometimes it looks like midas hadin. Hashem Echad. It's all the same. You look at the Tefillah of Hakadosh Baruch Hu on the right side. You have the long strap. You think, ah, oh, Midas is large, and the left strap, Midas Hadin, there's also Midas Hadin, but the Rebbe Hashem shows Moshe Rabbeinu, the Kesher of Tefillin in the back, it's all one, it's all the Racham Through the events of Yitzchitz Mitzrayim, Kriyas Yamsav, Chal so recognized that they need to thank Hashem not only for the Yeshua and the Toiva and the salvation, but even the shibud and the marirus was also Letoiva. It was the Kulai Chesed. And so the night of the Seder, we pick up the Marar. We kiss the Marar. We say, thank you, Rebun Hashem, not only for the chirus, but not only for the freedom. We thank you for the hard times as well. Because we believe the emuna shlema V'yedaber elakim el elav ani It's all the Midas these past 12 months have been very difficult for many people. The fear, anxiety, isolation, loneliness, uncertainty, financial stress, and it takes a toll on us. It takes a toll on our psyche and our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. writes in the Hakdama to Shara Bechina, that one of the impediments of appreciating the chesed of Hashem is that when people experience setbacks and hardship and it dampens their outlook and their ability to appreciate the chesed of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But learning the tool to realize and appreciate that everything Hashem does is a toiva, Changes and transforms one's entire perspective of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Hanhaga in general. Rub Tzvi who's known as the Sarabes HaZoyar. No one knew the Zoyar like Rub Tzvi He was the Rebbe of the Malbim in Kabbalah. He says, The Midas Hadin Eloi Kim is 86, but if you split 86 in half, uh, number 43. What's number 43? Toiv Hashem, the goodness of Hashem. Because the root of all Midas Hadin, if you unveil, unmask, what is manifest as Midas Hadin, is the goodness of HaKadosh Baruch And with Pinchas Friedman explains in the Sefer Shvile Pinchas, this is not just a trick in numbers. The avoida is that by saying and realizing that the Midas Hadin is really the Toivah of Hashem. And this, he says, is the secret of Gam Zula Toivah. Gam is 43. When you acknowledge that at the root of what's manifest as Midas Hadin, it's really Hashem's Hatovah and Rachamim, that allows the Chesed to become apparent and recognized by us, and we could appreciate it. So I was thinking a little bit about the last 12 months. Trying to see the silver lining, try to recognize some of the chesed of Hashem, and I sat down to write down, you know, some of the the good parts of what occurred, and I was uh, very surprised that I couldn't stop. It was it was overwhelming. Twelve months ago, last year Shabbos Haggadah, I couldn't catch my breath. I had a painful shortness of breath that lingered for many weeks. And uh, it made me think. I have to be more conscious about my health. So I started being very careful about everything I eat. More exercise. That, that was a major benefit to me. That was a major chesed of HaKadosh Baruch um, Most of my shiur now I used to drive into Queens every day. Everything's on Zoom. I have about an hour and a half longer every single day. I have much more time to learn. I've been able to reach many more people through Zoom. A few of my younger kids, you know, they were in school, but they would have been better off if they could be at home with their mommy a little bit longer, and sure enough the Hashem gave them another six months at home and they blossomed. So what we think Vayidaber El Moisha, we think it's Midas Hadim, but the Hashem is telling us, Ani Hashem, it's all Midas Harachamim. Whether it's Hashem, whether it's Elohinu, it's all Hashem so there was a Yasoim. There's a kid who's turning bar mitzvah. And the uh, kid has no father. And the Amana, the mother, uh, calls up an asking. he says, You know, my kid is really into singing. Uh, maybe you can make some arrangements for the bar mitzvah. So the Askin gets a hold of a singer, I believe, Rabarullah Samet. And they say, No, Rabarullah, there's this Yasoim, and it could be Mesameachem. But uh, what? He says, no, no, there's not really money involved. This is I mean, it's my parnosa, it's not right. He said, come on, kids, and All right. So he goes, he sits next to the bar mitzvah bakr, he is the life of the party, he's really he makes a whole matzov, he he elevated the whole the whole semcha. Next day he gets a call of the Department of Health. Uh uh <laughs> so he thinks, this is what I get from doing a mitzvah. Now I lose another two weeks of parnasa. I don't get paid for that gig, and I lose another two weeks of Parnassah. A few days later, he's not feeling well. He has a fever, he's sick, he has corona. So this is what I get. Three weeks off the job, I get sick from doing a mitzvah. Felix he gets a call from America. Major organization, they're making an extravaganza. A hundred yesoimim who didn't have a bar mitzvah because of corona. Could you come? We heard from an askin who was at the bar mitzvah. you were in Eretz Yisrael that you really know how to liven up such things. We want to hire you. And he's waiting to hear, you know, but there's no... And we're going to make it worth it for you. And they offer him what he would ordinarily make in six months. A few days later he gets a call, you know, we really feel bad. But in America, they're very Machved, we don't think this is going to work out unless, of course, you have uh, antibodies. He got the job. Rav Biederman, that was also a Rav Biederman's story. Rav Biederman tells uh, the story of a guy in Bnei Brak. It's always the guy in B'nai Brak. I'd love to meet this guy. He has a clothing store, and he makes a big sale. He sells thirteen hundred shekel of uh, clothing. The seller is very happy. It's a lot of business. A week later, he gets a call from the credit card company. The guys, uh, uh, the guys, disputing the charges. He says he never got the goods. So, Williams, it's, it's not true. I gave him, I gave him all the suits. They say you have proof. So what you want, me, you want proof that he took the goods? I mean, what do you want? I, I didn't take a picture. Back and forth, he calls the guy up. He says, I'm not saying you're, you're a chakra and You walked out with half my store. I guy says, oh, blah, 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 I got mixed up. No, no, not you. I'm sorry. There's a big mix up. I'll bring the money immediately tomorrow. guy doesn't show. He says, I'm sorry I got delayed. Days pass. Weeks pass. The guy realizes it's far fallen. Eh? He ain't getting uh, the money. He's mamish tzebrachan. Then all of a sudden, the government is giving out a stipend, the government is giving out grants for businesses that lost during Corona. He gets 5,500 shekel. He's talking it over with his accountant. You know, the accountant said, You're lucky, you barely made the cut over here. If you would have had 1,300 more shekel, uh, you would have missed the cut, you wouldn't have got the check. So you think it's bad? You think it's me? That's al vayomer ani For me personally, the last twelve months have been a, a difficult time as well. Sometimes even very painful. Relocated from a new Kehila. but I am comforted, and I feel unusual simcha. And it's something that I'm working on as well. To try to feel that what appears to us as Vayidaber Eloikem is really vayomer Elov, Ani Hashem. To recognize and to integrate. Shema Yisra, listen up, yidin. Hashem, what you think is midas ha what you think is midas ha It's all the rachame shemaim it's all Hashem Echad. So the night of the Seder, we start with Matzah and we say, Thank you Hashem for the good times in life. And it says Rabbi Avram Shor, and I thank my dear friend Rav Meir Bronstein, the Rav of the Aguda of, of uh, Farakaway." He quotes Rabbi Avram Shor in Halakach Valiv of Pejiotes. He says, we eat the Marar. And we say, Rabbi brother we thank you for the bitterness also. We thank you for the hard times as well for the challenges, for the marar for the difficulties. That's also your chesed, that's also your rachamim. But then says Rav we eat the kairich. We take the matzah and the marar together, and we say, Rebam Shem, they're equal in our eyes. The rachamim and chesed that are apparent from what is openly rachamim, and the rachamim that we feel from what seems to be midas, then it's all the same, it's all equal. But then says Rav sure, we are elevated to the highest majrega afi just matzah. When we recognize there's only matzah, there's only hatava verachamim. der nacht from Pesach, mir nar matzah. The night of Pesach, there's only midas the night of Pesach, we're propelled to the Madrega, where we see clearly, El Moisha Vayomer Elavani Hashem. Through the matzah, then the maror, then the Koyuch, then the afikomen, we reach the ultimate yichud shamayim, the ultimate kabbalah malchus shamayim. Says Rabbi Avram Shore, in an incredible gematria, the gematria of matzah, maror. Koirech, Afi Koiman, with the four words, 1118, is the same gematria as Shema Yisrael, Hashem Eloikeinu, Hashem Echad. That is our Avoidah, the night of the Seder. The Kabbalas Asmach Shamayim. that even the Marar is Latoyva Haseinu, is for our benefit. The rest of the year, there's day and there's night. There's day, there's times of Chesed. Times of apparent kindness, midas harachamim, of lahagid baboiker chastecha. And there are nights, there are times that midas hadin is prevalent. The midas hadin isn't manifest. The night of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, Hashem proclaimed to the world, el el The midas hadin unmasks itself, there is no din. It's pure rachamim. It's all mercy. It's all midas hachesed. V'ashem heyer enai. The Yibam Shem illuminated my eyes that perhaps this is a d- deeper meaning of Laila kayoim yoyer. Le'el hiskadeh hachag. It says, Azayar hoysa me'ira li'israel b'mitzrayim The Yibam Shem gave Klai Yisrael the insight. There's no laila. All the Shebut, all the marar, all the bitterness, all the difficulties. It expedited the gula, made the gula possible. It was the ultimate realization of Shema Yisrael Hashem Leikainu Hashem Achad. It's not enough to tell your children Hashem freed us. We have to teach them the 210 years was part of the cheiros. That was the gula. That made the gula possible. It's been a long 12 months and a much even longer 2000 years but the Navi tells us and we read this on the last day of pesach hineh kael yeshua cf tach behold the rebunish is my salvation i trust in him Veloyev khod and i am not frightened ki aziv ka, my strength and the majesty of god vaihi yeshua brings us salvation And on the great day of the coming of Mashiach, the Navi teaches us, Yuban Shem will give us the insight. Not just to say, thank you Hashem for Mashiach, thank you for the Geula. We're going to say on that day, I thank you Hashem. That you were angry at me. You reverted your wrath. And you comforted me. How stirring it is that the conclusion of the final half of Pesach, we read the words we're going to say on that day. After 2,000 years, not thanks Hashem for bringing us back to Eretz Yisrael. Thank you Hashem for the Golos. On Pesach you could lift up the Murrah. and you could kiss the maror, And we can yearn deeply for the day that the Yuban Hashem will give us that clarity to look back at 2,000 years of Golos and say, "Oidcha Hashem k'yanaftobi. On Shabbos HaGado we yearn for the promise of the Navi. Of Tzahali Varoini Yoshevastsion Kigado May we all be Zoika, Bekoroiv, Nahel, Nitehana, Peduyin Litsioin, berina Lishana, Haba, Birushalayim, Ahag Kasher Visameach. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahanyTime.com.